Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Trisha Daniel is an MBA with over 24 years experience in public accounting and as a corporate financial controller. Trisha loves to help provide clarity and understanding to the meaning behind numbers. As a single mom who has started over twice financially, a woman who has overcome debt, and an executive who has experienced layoff, Trisha learned how to use her professional experience to calm a money overwhelm for herself through developing a method. Seeing the need for community for women feeling isolated and lost about money, Trisha founded Sewn in 2021. The Starting Over Wealth Network provides women starting over after divorce or death of a spouse a podcast, and a private online community to help them discover their seeds and replant themselves into rich soil to thrive. We are so excited to have Trisha on today. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, and I am so excited you are joining me here today because I have a very special guest. Her name is Trisha Daniels, and I'm so excited you're here. Trisha, welcome. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, Julianne. This is this is so cool. Yeah, it's so exciting. And the cool thing is Trisha and I like virtually met. We haven't met in person yet, but she's coming to speak at the away conference. So I get to yes. have her face and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I know just to get to just to be there with you in the presence yes. and oh yeah, All it's been way overdue, yes. way overdue. But we met, um, what a little over, is it been two years? Fully? Yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2020. 2020, you know, yes. The world shut down, but not us. No, we <laughs> did not. No, we did not. We just went full diving on in to yeah. where God was leading us. And it was just, it's been a journey. We've yeah. we've both seen each other on this journey. Yeah. And it's so cool again to watch and support each other and support what we're doing, even though it's different. Mm-hmm. I love that about kingdom community. Yes. You know, that that's why it's so important to, to establish those relationships. And and I'm always helping entrepreneurs with sales. I'm like, you can't negate the relationship. No, that's what organic marketing is. You can have funnels all day long. You can have beautiful built websites. Who's going to see them. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. It's been key. And that has been a big thing for me is learning how key that is. Yeah. I've been in corporate America for 24 years. And so my biggest thing was I'm good. It's always a man for themselves. Yeah. And to all of a sudden learning this last two years, how to lean in and how important relationships were because yeah. I used to avoid them, but now I absolutely treasure them and make sure that I am in the room with other women yes. just like me. They, rooms I used to avoid like the plague. Mm. And now I, like, I can't wait just because it has been transformational for me and my journey just to be in the room. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Cause I'm, I'm curious to know for myself, like what was that moment for you? Because you went from being a CPA and like you were saying, involved in the, in the corporate world, like what, 
what was that awakening you had? I'm using all the awake terminology, people. It's, just, <laughs> it's so good and it's on my heart and it's on my mind. So you're just going to hear it the whole episode. But what was that awakening moment for you where you really felt God pulling on your heart to kind of go a new direction? What, what did that look like for you? It, it, oh goodness, it's been, it was definitely a pivotal moment for me because yeah, I am a financial clarity advisor. I love to help people give clarity into what their numbers even mean, because we know what things mean that calms our fears and anxieties around managing money. Cause like no one likes to manage money. Like it gives us all anxiety. Um, because while I'm an MBA with over 24 years experience in public accounting and as a corporate financial controller, I've also been a single mother who has started over not once, but twice financially. And I'm a woman who's come out of debt three separate times wow. from different life events. And I've been an executive who's been laid off with no backup plan and no savings. So I also understand feelings of the fear and the anxiety that we all have around money. Yeah. Um, but gratefully, because of my professional experience and being raised by a financial planner father, you know, I always had the tools in place to lift myself up financially each and every time. However, the shame around mm. my money story, it always held me captive. It always held me back from ever sharing it with anyone um, until my pitiful moment was in April of 2021 when my mother, uh, she fell just severely bruising her knee. Um, but then three weeks later, my sister and I found ourselves by her bedside her hospital bedside. She was sedated and on oxygen and her body was just suddenly shutting down. Mm -hmm. And we just couldn't believe that we were never going to hear her voice again um, until her last day when a nurse came over and she took that oxygen out of my mom's nose. And suddenly my mom's or slowly her eyes began to open. And then her voice started struggling to speak. And again, we thought we were never going to hear from her again. All of a sudden, she's struggling to speak to us. And eventually, she looks over at me, and she's trying so hard to ask me a question with this just great concern in her face. But then I clearly heard her say, promise? And I was like, yes, mom, I promise. Because I didn't know really what she was saying, but I knew exactly what she meant. Because my mother also was a woman who allowed the shame around her story hold her back. And embarrassed to share with anyone. She would always say, someday, someday, someday I'm going to write a book. Yeah. Someday I'm going to use my voice. Someday, someday, until that Friday evening when she passed, she no longer had her someday. And her yeah. voice and her words were gone. Mm. And that's when I realized in that moment, I don't have someday either. Yeah. That my someday is today. That's right. That to, to, to get out and start sharing the tools that I had used, it's an opportunity to be able to share with other women the tools I learned and to help them learn that they can do it too. Yes. So the passing of my mother just in April of 2021, and that moment when she asked me just a promise, yeah. that has changed everything in my life. And now I have just been really ignited with that opportunity to go out and share with other women the tools I have learned through my professional career and my personal life. Yeah. Um, and it's just, that was my pivotal moment. Oh, I love that. It's so, so powerful. And you know, Trisha, I think both of us, I don't think, I know, I know both of us, um, we just have a passion for women. We have a passion mm -hmm. for helping women. And we've both seen waiting until, you know, the pain comes, the hard part yeah. comes before we decide to move. Yeah. And it's like, no, we, there is an awakening happening. Like it's yeah. time to get up and go now. 
Yes. Quit trying to wait around. It's now. Well, and that's my biggest thing is we don't have that someday. Our Sunday is today to do this. My mother, at one point, she had just given up. She allowed those fears and anxiety and shame hold her back. And, you know, she was only 74 when she passed, but her body was worn down from holding on to so much. And we don't realize how much that affects our body internally. But yeah, our time is now. Yeah. To go live it now, go use our skills and our, like now, I, now I've really been focusing on Exodus 35, 35, where it, got, it says God gave us each a u- unusual and unique gift, a yeah. skill that we're right. supposed to use and go out and make money from. And but so many times we hide it because right. we compare ourselves to other women. Oh, right. she does it better than me. Oh, That's she doesn't. Right. No, no, no. God gave it uniquely to you with your own spin to it. So yes, it's now like, we've got to go do these things now. Yeah. I love that. And you, you recently were in a room full of other women learning to command the stage with Patrice Washington, which is fantastic. Love our Um, Patrice. Yes. But tell me a little bit about that experience of being in the room, not the material and everything that y'all went over, but like what what happened with the women? Cause you, you didn't know any of them. No, yeah. I did not know a soul. Bit. Yeah. I did not know a soul. Um, it was the six week course. It was all done through zooms and memberships and Facebook. And so most of that relationship was just through the computer screen. Mm-hmm. And wow, the complete transformation of just being in the room, having that support of another woman that I don't know, but you realize how much you have in common and you start hearing these other women's stories of the trials that they have overcome and how they, they too have fear. They too are nervous. They too have anxiety and to see that face to face and in that room and then to have other women in the room cheer you on. Yeah. No matter what what different backgrounds you came from, different states that we all flew in from, um, what the different things that we are unique in and specialize in, everyone supported each other. So having that support of, girl, you can do it too. And as we always say, like, you go girl. You go, there girl. was so much, you go girls. You know, as, as our, our beloved Brooke Thomas always yeah. says, you go girl. And we were, we we're all cheering. Down. And these were women I had just met whether a few hours before, but within a few days, we were family. And you, once you put yourself in a room, you leave with a whole new family. That's right. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it's so, so important. And I remember being at an event with Brooke last March and, and you didn't make it to that event because I would have hugged your face off then. But, <laughs> um, and, and she asked us to write down what we wanted to achieve a year from now, in a year, Mm -hmm. in a year's time. And immediately it came to my mind that I wanted to host my first live event. But because of that same thing, that comparison, all of those fears, all that, I didn't write it on the paper. I was like, Mm. nope, 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 nope. That's not for me yet. Mm. No, I'm going to write my second book. I'm going to do another season of my podcast. Like I'm going to do things that I've already done and it's proven to be pretty safe. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that stuck with me, that moment of like pure turning my back on God saying like, oh no, that's not for me, Lord. And just that shock of like, who am I? Who am I to say no to the creator calling me higher? Right. Because he was giving you, he's going to bless that. Yeah. He was giving you that download for a reason. 
That's right. And just to give you an example too, when we were there at the command stage with Patrice Washington, we were all sitting around a table and the command, the stage, this thing was a download from God two years ago. Wow. Two years ago, she got a download from God, just like you got, she got a download from God. Then the pandemic happened. Mm. Then this happened. She created the framework for the command stage, but she still couldn't have that live event. So last weekend when that event was held, that was two years in the making, yeah. but without her obedience right. to that download, none of the women would have been sitting around that table. Yeah. So her actions was a testimony to by being obedient to the download you received from God. Wow. What an impact it started to make in so many women's lives that were sitting around that table when none of us would have been there. That's right. Without her obedience. So same thing with you. Nobody literally without your obedience to listening to that, letting go of the comparison, letting go of all those fears without your obedience. Another woman becoming and sitting in a room and their lives being transformed. That's right. And that's, that was the ultimate, like who, who, again, who am I to deny another woman, her breakthrough? Like yes. God is going to use my obedience to break through to somebody else. Yes. And then she's going to in turn, like you're doing now, you're going to in turn, go out and speak to a whole new audience of people and initiate breakthrough in their lives. And that's how we make kingdom impact in this world. That's how we advance right. the kingdom. Right. And it's so, so beautiful. So talk a little bit about what you're doing now. Talk a little bit about sown. Uh, sown is something that is very, very neat in my heart. Seeds. Seeds are such um, that I, identity that we all have. And that's why I focus the seed as an identity. Who are we? Because we all start off as a seed. We are all planted and we all thrive. However, where we plant ourselves, how we plant ourselves, how we feed ourselves determines how we grow and thrive. And so sown started off as my, when my mother passed, God downloaded to me that word sown. And I was like, God, what are you trying to tell to me? What are you trying to tell to me? And from that, because I've started over twice, the S was starting that seed the O was over. So starting over, like starting over after divorce, passing of a spouse. So many of us start over. So then it was the O, the overturning your soil, mm-hmm. your life. So you can start to thrive again. And then that W came for you as wealth. Yeah. I've had a financial background for 24 years and wealth and money has always come to play as even in my personal life. And all of us are wealth kingdom builders. We are all trying to achieve that generational changing wealth. But then how do we do it? A lot of us are lost on that framework of how do we even get started and not live paycheck to paycheck. And so that's what the W came from. And then that N, that N is for network. Mm. So because how important it is to create a network of people around you, being in the room around you to hold you accountable to what God is giving you and downloading to you. So that you can really start to build. So that's where I create that starting over wealth network. But then I also use it for several things because we all need that becoming financially sown. It's a new devotional that I am creating and hopefully we'll be ready by the time of your event or be ready for pre-launch, pre-launch where you really walk through 55 days of sowing faith into your finances, becoming financially sown because how God wants us to use, he put money in the Bible 
2,300 times. Yeah. It's a little bit important, people. There's 2,300. So God, God, I mean, God mentions money in the Bible so much more because we were, we were meant to have wealth so that we could give to other people and give to the needy, give to us people. That's the reason we build wealth so we can be generational changing givers. That's right. And a lot of us don't realize that, that, wow, this is our opportunity. This is why he gave us a unique skill, why he gave us this. So yeah, in that pivotal moment when God being obedient to what God downloaded to me, and it's been a journey. It's not like it instantly happened. It's been a journey since April, 2021. So over a year of God, how do you really wanting me to use this? But yeah, that word sown and finding that seed, rediscovering our money identity and being able to plant ourselves uniquely Mm -hmm. um, has just been transformational. And so, yes, I cannot wait to share this with so many more people. And that's what I will be talking about there in your very room. Yeah. And I love that because it's so important and it took a, a really long time for me to really allow God to work and heal in me mm. those old lies that mm-hmm. I've been brought up with. That's yeah, that's what I knew was that right. scarcity mindset, this poverty mm-hmm. mindset. And it was it was very damaging. And so many people have a hard time understanding kingdom concept because never in the world have we had a truly benevolent king ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but Jesus is. Yeah. His design is, is kingdom. And that's how we are to live. That's how we are to act. That's what we are to have access to. But we, we are so tied to our old stories, what the world has said is acceptable, what the world mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. that we have this like disillusion of what's actually possible for us. And I love right. that you take it and you make it practical for women because it, it does, it gets almost like, wait, this is what, what's happening oh, here. <laughs> I, it's so people just that fear and anxiety. I mean, yeah. just opening up their online banking on their phone. is just like, <gasps> yeah. I mean, how many people are freaked out? Like, okay, what's my balance going to be? I don't right. know. Or you're, you're asking me to reconcile my bank account, how I do that or a bank ask for your financial statements. And like, I don't even know what those are and what they mean. And why do I want to hand them to you? And right. so, yes, a lot of people I hear, they're always in that ministry mindset, yeah. that scarcity of I'm not supposed to have anything. Right. I'm not supposed to, to create generational wealth. I'm supposed to live in a poverty mindset. And it's amazing when you really start diving in deep to even old Testament yeah. of, you know, the fact that, you know, when God sent, you know, them out to have this wealth, so that they can get tithe when you really go back into the tithe and what it was for and be able to give back it is it is so amazing we really start to dive into that poverty mindset we've been taught oh no 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 no. god really meant for us to have this wealth so we can be generous and give and give and give and um but yeah it is definitely a change but getting it back to simple terms is ideal because like you said that um the past money identity. Most people don't go back to that. Right. Of how did I grow up? What was my identity with money in my childhood, my twenties, during a marriage, after a marriage, all of us need to address those things before we can kind of move forward into what really God intended for you to have. That's right. And I love that. Oh, it leads so into what verse I want to talk about was Deuteronomy 8, 18. Mm. You shall remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. Yes, he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers at it, at it is this day. And it's like that 
wealth generating yes. wealth is God's idea. Yes. Yes. God's and in idea. Deuteronomy. In De- yes. Deuteronomy. Hello. This yeah. isn't that was a new back in Deuteronomy. It's the first intention was to build wealth. That's right. You know, to right. have abundance. So we could be more generous. That was the whole reason for wealth is to be more generous with it. That's right. That's right. And it, it, it's so beautiful. So you were saying that um you were talking about how it wasn't easy for you. Like there was a journey and it's so important for women to understand that. Like part of, you know, arise and shine is again, you first have to arise before you get to shine. Right. There's been many times where I'm like, do I have to do the arise? Can I just be shiny? (laughs) Like the arise part's so hard. I just want to look like a star. I I don't want to do the work. Shiny and sparkly all the time, but But we don't realize. Yeah. We don't realize how many trials. Yeah. And that's where our character is developed. And that's the thing is that you have to understand that the journey part, the hard part, the trials, all of that is developing the character you're going to need to be able to receive the wealth and abundance that he has for you. Just like, I'm not going to, my, my oldest son oh, just turned 13 yesterday and I'm not going to give him a Ferrari. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's irresponsible. He, that's irresponsible. And God's the same way. He's like, I have this beautiful, amazing gift for you, but it's irresponsible to give it to you in your immaturity, in your yeah. spiritual immaturity. Yeah. Cause again, why is God going to give you more when he can't trust you with a little? That's right. You know, That's I mean, right. if, if he cannot trust you a little, he's not going to give you more, yep. you know, so you have to build that trust. And yes, we all have to go through the trials. I mean, you know, for very long period of time, you know, starting over twice financially having to, you know, really go through that and the debt that came through with that. And I'm like, I've been learning budgeting since the age of nine. My father was a financial planner. Like I should be good with all this. What do you mean I'm in debt? Yeah. What? Okay. What do you mean I have to pull myself out? But without those things, I didn't see at the time. Right. But without those journeys of having to start over, you know, selling a house, buying a house, but just being grateful. I had the tools in place to buy a house as a single woman. Yeah. But then going in into the debt and selling things, you know, being laid off. Oh my God, have we not done enough? Have we done enough? And now you're going to lay me off as a single mother, you know? And then he humbled me because I was like, oh, I can go get another job four months later and still unemployed because he wanted to teach me how to start a business. Uh, He humbled me and I learned how to start my own business and use my unique skills. Like, you know, we're talking about earlier in Exodus 35, use my unique skills to create my own business in my own unique way. Yeah. So God had to teach me so much yeah. over the last 24 years <laughs> before I could shine. I mean, there was so much to right. go through. That's right. And sometimes, yeah. That's so true. And that's, you know, that is why getting in this community, coming to the mm-hmm. event, getting in the room, meeting yes. Trisha in person, like the transformation is going to happen because God's going to be in the room, like period, end of story. That's going to happen for you. But, but the community, the connection you're going to make with other women there to hear these stories and be like, Oh, you know what? I'm not alone. Okay. So I am going to have to go through the ish anyway. So I might as well have support and people who are encouraging me and want to see me survive. Cause we all know, we all know, and have had those circle of people, the people that we thought we were really close with, like abandoned ship as soon as mm-hmm. the ish hit the fan. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that's not, that's not what these kingdom women do. 
No. We want no. to support you. And it's, it's amazing. It's like blows my mind at how beautiful kingdom community is. They absolutely, because we, a lot of us have old church hurts yep. where we feel like when we were in the church and they isolated or they whispered behind the pews or so a lot of us don't realize, and we have to be able to let go of some of those old hurts yeah. and realize there are rooms of women that cannot wait to cheer you on because for them, they also know they're not alone by hearing your story or just by you being there. You're going to pour into another woman who realizes, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. And then she pours back into you to let you know you're not alone. And then it just starts a ripple effect, but it all starts with being in the room. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, it's so good. Okay, Trisha, we got speed round. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I didn't ready. Even prepare for this. I didn't even tell her it was going to happen. So we're about to see it happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. <clears throat> She's going to hit me when they're in the room. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Ready? You're just answer them as quick as possible. Okay. Okay. Tacos or pizza? <sighs> tacos. I love, I love tacos. <laughs> I can have taco Tuesday every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Oh, why mountains? I have always just felt at peace way up in the mountains and I cannot wait to go back to Montana long story, but that is my dream. And I've always just been felt at home and at peace in the mountains. Oh, you'll have to tell me about it at the VIP dinner. Cause I want to hear about that. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. Um, favorite book of the Bible. Proverbs. Proverbs. Okay. Why Proverbs? Because it always just has those little nuggets yeah. that as my short memory, sometimes I can hold on to it and pull out at a moment's notice. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that. All right. What is one trip on your bucket list? Back to Montana. <laughs> I is, I, it is Montana. That is my, I've only got together one time and it was a road trip, two week road trip with my family. And I, it is, it is on my bucket list to be able to go up there and stay in a beautiful log cabin. Mm, I, love is, that. I can't wait. I love that. What is your favorite thing to do with your son? Play board games. Nice. Nice. My kids tear up board games, Trisha. Like we're just now getting beyond that stage. But, and I don't know if it was like a multiple thing because my older two didn't do it, but the littles destroy, destroy board games. Yeah. Since I, yeah, my, uh, my oldest son is autistic. And so for him, it just, he loved the strategy of it mm -hmm. and it was something that we could just do together. And so, but yeah, um, it's a little different when you know, my oldest is 17, my youngest is 10. So that's a little bit easier than me than having the multiples. So <laughs> It's just a scooching. <laughs> just a little bit easier. So I had a little, you know, didn't get to destroy as much. But now that uh, I'm recently engaged and my fiance has four boys. Wow. Um, things are going to get a little bit more turn up with six boys in the house. So I got Girl, you there. We're going to talk. We're going to talk because I got some tips for you. <laughs> I know because you you have your six kids and I'm getting ready to have six kids. So. Woo. Oh, boys, man. There's just going to be mm -hmm. so much pee on the toilet seat. It's just <laughs> What's on go there? Hey, I grew up with five sisters. I grew up with five sisters, so I think I I could deal with that better than the drama of the the five girls. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. I love to always ask. You know how in the scripture God talks about it'll be talking about something horrible going wrong, like everything is failing, all everything is horrible, and then there's the but God. 
that starts the next verse. What is one of your most favorite but God moments in your life? Oh gosh. Ooh. Um that is hard to lady. I know, I know. Okay. That's a speed round question. I should really like I know, I know. The, the but God, but God. Um it's the not the moments, uh the moments my uh oldest autistic son started to talk oh. at six years old. Wow. And being able to finally have that back and forth uh conversation. At six years that old. That was yeah. That was that was a but God because it was just the trial of not not being able to communicate and he would get so frustrated. Yeah. So the release for him that he was finally understood oh. and that I could understand him. That, that was huge for that me. That was huge. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to keep you all to myself at this conference and you're just going to tell me all your stories. <laughs> so We've all got lots to tell. That's what they do. They've got to be in the room so everybody else can share right. their stories. That's so, that's so true. And that's yes. why the VIP dinner is three hours long. And I can see how that could be intimidating, but you don't. It's like, not. It will go by so fast. so fast. It'll go by so fast. Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait to hear to actually hear, like look people in their eyes, touch them mm -hmm. and hear their story. Oh, like that yeah. is hugely important. It's just, I mean, you wanna grow quickly in your business, like learn to, to speak, learn to allow people to hear your voice, to hear that vulnerability, to be there for you. Again, yeah. making those connections, that is the best form of organic marketing that exists. Oh, it's huge. And then one thing too, is the fact that even with the room I was in last weekend, so many of the women there were like, I usually don't hang out with women. I usually feel intimidated. I usually go hide. I cannot tell you how many women there felt the same way that they usually go hide. But in that room, by being there, yeah. all those fears went away. Yeah. All those fears went because I was one of those women too. You could not put me in a group of women. I would, ah, and I would go to the bathroom and leave. Right. But by being in the room, all those fears go away, especially when you're surrounded by kingdom driven yeah. women yeah. those fears and anxiety immediately exit once you enter that room and are just surrounded and so that's why it is so important just let go of those fears and be in the room because it will change you yes oh amen i am so so excited trisha thank you so much for coming on today and i can't wait to meet you in person and y'all y'all we have 10 seats left 10 10 seats left crazy crazy you not got your ticket yet get your ticket the link is in the show notes get your ticket come meet trisha in person and hear all her amazing stories all right thank you yes and i cannot wait to hug each and every one of you also so come on let's go let's go all right and remember the best version of you begins on your next level of faith bye for now <laughs>